0: Well, the next time your mother asks you to do something, respond with, woman, how does your concern affect me? And see what happens. <laughs> it's really an interesting response. Now, Jesus, when uh, this event takes place, is the very beginning of his public ministry. So he's about 30 years old. So he's, he's, you know, he's a grown man, um, so he's not a little, he's not a child. Still, it, it seems like a very striking response, you know. It seems a little cold, even. Woman, how does your concern affect me? But then he follows it with, you know, my hour has not yet come, um, And so within context here, clearly the Blessed Mother knows he can do something about the situation. Clearly, you know, she's been with him for 30 years. He's done things privately that she has seen. He hasn't done things publicly yet, signs, wonders, miracles, but she knows he can do something but he's basically saying, you know, this concern that you have in this public setting, it's not time yet, it's not time yet. I realize you have this concern, but it's not necessarily my concern, is it? (laughs) He's a human son though, and we all know that if mom is concerned, the son is concerned, right? And as Catholics, uh, much of our understanding of Marian devotion comes from this passage and comes from similar passages where, where we can see that the son, Jesus, listens to his mother. Um, that, that yes, if it would seem if he had it his way, he would, he would make his move, his first public act, you know, his first public miracle in another setting, it seems to be what he's saying. My hour's not yet come. My time for demonstrating my power has not yet come. This isn't the time. And yet, he's going to do it because his mother asked him to. And as Catholics, right, I mean, um, we of course know that uh, all of the caricatures that uh, non-Catholics make of us are so untrue that we, we clearly don't worship Mary. We know, just like any other human relationship, if you want to get to the son, you get to the mother. That's why none of you have my mother's phone number. <laughs> but this is how it works, you know, it works. And, and honestly, I, you know, I think about it in my life, and, uh, and of course I, I pray directly to God, um, But when I'm really in need, I go to Mary, I just do. But I know that in going to Mary, I go to God, right? I know that that Mary has this special relationship with her son and why should, how could she not? How could she not have a special relationship with her son? What mother does not have a special relationship with her son? Her son was part of her body is part of her body, her very being, right? So, so Jesus knows, I mean, he has some sense that, you know, if he had it his way, it would be another time. But his mother has asked him to. So, you know, why would that be? Well, okay, so they're at this wedding, and they're running out of wine, which tells us, perhaps that the family running out of wine was per, perhaps a poorer family. Because a richer, you know, wealthier family isn't gonna run out of wine. So they're running out of wine or they were ill-prepared or something. But either way, the family's about to suffer some embarrassment. Perhaps Mary is close to the family. She was invited to the wedding. She must be obviously close to them in some way, connected in some way, and she wants to preserve them some embarrassment. Right? She wants to protect them in some way. She has some empathy or sympathy for them. And so she calls on her son to assist. And so first, Jesus moved with love for his own mother and then uh, having empathy for her, you know, feeling the same feelings that she's feeling for this family, you know, reaching out and trying to preserve them you know, from some embarrassment perhaps. And so, it, what's interesting too, you know, I just, uh, it just you know, occurs to me. She doesn't even wait for him really, you know? So, she kind of ignores his response, just like a good mother. Did you catch that too? So, <laughs> they, they've run out of wine. He responds, woman, how does this, how does your concern affect me? My hour is not yet come. She ignores him completely and just goes and tells the servers, do whatever he tells you, right? Did you catch that? She didn't even pay attention, uh, that we know of, didn't really pay, didn't even give any, didn't slap him. My mother would've done that. She would've slugged me and then said, do whatever he tells you. She just ignores him and says, do whatever he tells you. So she probably even knew he was gonna listen, of course. And he does, and so he says, he knows he's already lost the battle, perhaps. Fill the, fill the water jars with water. Fill the jars with water. 20 and 30 gallons. They fill them with water. All right, you know, take the ladle out. Take it to the head waiter. The head waiter takes a sip. He's amazed because it's in this amazing vintage of wine. And he says, well, this is amazing. You've saved the best for last because... Everybody serves the best at the beginning because after you've had a few glasses, you can't tell anymore. So then you save the bad, you know, you serve the bad stuff later or the common stuff later. And who can tell? Right. But you've saved the best stuff for last, the best vintage for last. So not only, not only did Jesus help this family sort of save face, right? They didn't run out of wine. And maybe they were a poor family because they were running out of wine. But now that they have saved the best vintage for last, the, the glorious wine for last, he's actually made them look as though they're wealthy. Right? Now they are, you know, pouring out upon their guests the best that they have. So he's... He's, he's showing or he's, he's allowing this family a greater dignity than they could have ever had before, than they could have ever done on their own. They could have ever mustered on their own. Do you see? So this great wine that they could have never afforded on their own, they're now able to share with all of their guests. And now they are able to enjoy this richness with their friends and their family. The Lord takes something very common, water, and makes something glorious out of it and shares this lavishly with this family and all of their guests. It's really a, a wonderful, wonderful miracle for his first miracle. There's so many different ways to, to look at this. If we, if we penetrate it even more, you know, theologically, uh, Look at more of the God stuff in it. How the Lord takes common and makes something great. Takes what is common and makes something great. We find that this is what he does with everything. In baptism, he takes water and makes something great as he transforms the human person. In confirmation, he takes common oil and transforms the human person, right? In bread and wine, he takes common things and transforms them into his his own flesh and blood for our consumption, for our transformation, and on and on and on. He takes the common and transforms it into something great. And all of these things, all of these sacraments, are put at the service of, for common people to be transformed. For his goal is to take you and I and to transform us into something great as well. Not just a common vintage, but to transform us into something greater than we could have ever imagined. I mean, he really does want to make us into saints. He really does want to transform us into something that makes Him, makes Him truly in awe of His own goodness and glory. And it's hard to imagine. You might turn to the person next to you and think, that is impossible. You might look at the person talking to you and say, that is impossible. I might look at you and say, that is impossible. And I know that through human eyes, we, of course, how could could that be possible? How could it be possible with water turned into a great vintage? How could it be possible with bread and wine turned into the body and blood? Because God wills it. Because this is what he does over and over and over. This is what God does. This is the great mystery of God, is he turns... The common into greatness. He turns evil into good. He turns suffering into majesty. He turns it around over and over and over. And he will do the same with you. He will do the same amazingly, even with me. And all we have to do is allow it. Please stand.